And welcome to episode 43 of the Gratitude and Grit podcast. Uh, today we are joined by Coach Christine. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. It's been a, been quite a while. It's been a long time since like episode three. Oh, has it been that long? Yeah. So before COVID? Yes. Is that how we're going to refer to things now in our life? Like before Christ and after Christ, <laughs> now it's before COVID and after COVID? It, it, it might be, yes. Okay. <laughs> It'll be definitely uh, before 20 and after 20. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hopefully 21 gets off to a much better start than uh, than uh, year 20 did. So I hope so. Um. So thanks for jumping back on the podcast. Um, we've been talking a little bit offline for a while about a potential topic, and it was something that was kind of, we had a good Facebook Messenger conversation going on around the CrossFit Games. Uh, I was watching the CrossFit Games with my wife, and we were watching the girls perform, and I just asked my wife, would you want to look like that? And she was she was like, no, I do not want to look like that. And so it started kind of an interesting conversation. You had some, uh, you know, thoughts going on about this topic and the, mm-hmm. the concept of looking bulky, mm-hmm. um, or looking like that. And we're going to get into what is that. <laughs> um, but it was just a funny conversation. My wife does not do CrossFit. Um, she does pure bar and, but she does work out and she likes to work out, but she's more in the mindset of like a, a lean and mean type of person as opposed to moving weights around. So, um, that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. And so I'm going to let you kind of maybe describe what that is and mm-hmm. from your, from your, uh, um, you know, your realm or your world, as far as having these conversations a lot more frequently than, than I do. Um, and it's kind of how women think about that. So what is that look? Well, I, I think the, the, the misperception of the CrossFit look is that you're just going to get super big and bulky uh, versus lean and toned or lengthened or any of these, um, uh, what word do you want to use to describe that? Just kind of buzzwords around it, right? And uh, we were joking earlier, not to make light of this subject, but I think it does help to bring some humor to it. I said, I want somebody to tell my muscles what is a bulky muscle versus a lean toned muscle because my muscle doesn't know, right? And and muscle tissue is muscle tissue and, and fat tissue is fat tissue. And and certainly how, uh, how you train it does make a difference. And I know that we've had uh, um, like lifelong runners come in here and start training the CrossFit methodology and they now have a more lean or toned or bulky feel, but it really is all the same thing, right? They're just building muscle mass because of the way that they're training now. And I can certainly understand and respect how each individual wants their body to look and certain body types definitely will gain muscle or lose body fat easier than others. So it just depends on what kind of training style you like and how you want your body to look. And you can kind of morph that how, how you want, right? Yeah. But I think it's worth noting, and you, we've said this a couple different times, but you are not going to look like Brooke Wells by coming and doing KCI CrossFit four days a week. No. And eating McDonald's and eating just the normal stuff that we're eating. These are, you know, athletes that are working out. You know, Matt Frazier has been doing a kind of a post, um, you know, media circuit and been letting us behind the scenes a little bit more. I mean, they're working out eight, 12 hours a day. You know, he talks a lot about 
his nutrition and Sammy and how Sammy cooks for him mm-hmm. and how everything is based solely around his nutrition recovery. He's mm-hmm. not doing CrossFit for two hours a day and looks like he does. Exactly. I mean, this is a 24 seven and he does it for, you know, he talks about, you know, being in it for nine or 10 months a year, Yes. you know, and then he's taking like right now he's taking his month off right? and going around and eating everything. If you follow him on Instagram or anything like that, but he is, his life is based around getting fit. Exactly. So that's how everyone in that realm, when we watch the CrossFit Games, they are fit because that is their life. They are fit because it is their profession. It's how they are trying to make money, just as any of us do in in our profession, right? So yes, their job is to be in peak physical condition. And with the way that they train over the hours and the years, right? That is why they look like that. Not because they are like you and I, right. one hour a day, four times a week with a, whatever we're considering to be a quote unquote, pretty normal diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And and I think that it's important for more of our community members to know that, but maybe even more outside of the community as well, right? Like you have to be so dedicated to that craft if you want to perform and look a certain way. And it's not something that's going to happen if you just come in here your first three, six, nine months. You're not going to look like that or perform like that. And maybe even not four years in, like you just joked that (laughs) when we were finishing our workout, we're not going to go from zero to 100 in in a moment's notice. And you said, what about in four years? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would like to look like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been putting, doing this for four years and I I don't look bulky yet. So, (laughs) but you mentioned that could be a body type thing. So I think you wrote down a kind of a few different body types. And so I think that's a good educational aspect to it. Um, So maybe kind of outline the different body types because I don't know what type I am and that might explain why I am not bulky. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Well, I think as a general rule of thumb, we are not all one or the other. We could be a combination, right? But just to clarify what they are, like you said, for the educational piece of it uh, so that our community members may look at themselves and go, oh yeah, that resonates with me. Now I understand a little bit more. Uh, So the three basic body types on um, skeletal frame and body composition. um, And what we already highlighted was that your your lifestyle, um, uh, your physical activity, your diet can influence those things. So the first one will be an ectomorph. uh, That's ECT ectomorph. And it's more of a lean build. Uh, you might have longer limbs and smaller, less full mu- uh, muscle bellies. Uh, you could have less body fat, less muscle, and you honestly might struggle not only with muscle gain, but you might s- struggle with weight gain. And and I typically hear this or have heard this uh, from men over the years that, that want to put on mass and struggle with it. Their body type might not be lending to that. So what do they have to do? They have to push it even harder with the diet and the exercise to make those gains. And those gains might not be as great as they want, and it might take longer than they want, Okay. Um, they can be naturally fit looking, right? Like these long lean runner type, right? But um, definitely a leaner build. Uh, the second one, mesomorph. Uh, this would be more like a muscular build. Um, a natural tendency to have wider shoulders, narrow waist, and kind of fuller muscle bellies. Um, again, naturally fit looking, but probably more quote unquote muscular looking than the endomorph or the ectomorph and have an easier time gaining muscle and losing fat. And I would consider myself 
probably predominantly a mesomorph, um, very easy to gain muscle and to quote unquote look bulky, mm-hmm. right? Cause my training style is CrossFit. So if I'm lifting heavy and then I'm training hard and then that's definitely, um, the body, the body type, uh, lens, lens to that. Uh, the last one, ectomorph, that's E-C-T, ectomorph. Um, typically a, a thicker rib cage, wider build, sometimes shorter limbs, um, still healthy and strong looking, but maybe not muscular looking or lean looking. And you can probably think about our community members that, that look like this, right? They have a harder time losing body fat, even though they're they could be extremely fit, extremely strong, uh, really well conditioned. They just might not look like it they might have a softer look to them um and again just like the endomorph uh would need to focus on the training and and exercise or whatever those lifestyle components are to to look the certain way that they want to look okay does that kind of make sense yeah real basic stuff about the three body types but knowing that you're you know kind of whatever category you fit into it's it's not the same uh it's not easy for everyone to gain or lose muscle or gain or lose fat. Correct. Each body type has its own little challenge to it. I think so, and yeah. so kind of knowing where you're at in that category or those three different types will maybe shed some light into it. I think so because um, I've, I've had women over the years, and, and this is true for CrossFit, but it could be, you know, for another sport too, that, that has weightlifting in it. If, if a person, male or female, doesn't want to be too muscular or look too muscular and they are that mesomorph body type that is easily gains muscle they might not want to go heavy all the time right and they might want to incorporate more cardiovascular training so that they don't look that certain way and, and that's okay it's okay whatever way you want to look but yeah i think like you said knowing that like why do my jeans not fit and i've been doing crossfit for six months well have you ever weightlifted before? If you haven't lifted any weights before, you're certainly gaining some muscle mass, right? And that's mm. changing your body composition and how your clothes fit for sure. Yeah, I think it's a little interesting as far as you see the weights go up as far as your PRs. Mm-hmm. You know, your so if I started CrossFit and I front squatted, you know, 150 pounds and now I'm front squatting 275 mm-hmm. pounds, obviously I'm stronger, but then it doesn't quite feel... Like, uh, the like, muscles are bulging. Like uh, you look stronger, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But I guarantee if I probably took some pictures and, mm-hmm. and looked at my body composition a little bit, um, it would be different. So you're seeing yourself get stronger and you know, you're getting more fit. Mm-hmm. So obviously your body's going to you mm-hmm. know change a little bit on that aspect. Definitely. I think, um, something that's important that, that you and I talked about, um, recently, and I think it's really important for this community because it's important to me and it's important to Nick. And I know that, um, how someone looks is important. And I, and I, like I said earlier, I want someone to look however they want to look. Right. But I'd like the focus to be on how we language that and not be comparing to others or being so hard on yourself and put the focus more on what, um, what are you capable of and and how do you feel? And, um, I know that those are maybe like, how do you feel is a little bit more subjective and, and what are you capable of? That's, we can, we can quantify that. Right. But let's put the focus on those things in this community and hopefully the, the looks will kind of fall into place. Right. Or, or maybe it will fall out of focus and it won't be such a big thing. Right. I mean, the important thing to note is, is that we are all on a fitness journey and 
your positive, you need to have positive self-talk uh, around your fitness journey. So you should not be punishing yourself mm. because you are getting more fit and you are able mm-hmm. to move your body mm-hmm. uh, more freely and you're able to lift things and carry things mm-hmm. um, that is going to set you up for your, your you know, longer life. Um, as we are, you know, trying to get fit in order to stay active as Nick and I have talked about many times. Um, but it, it needs to be a positive talk to yourself. And we've mm-hmm. talked about an episode with Trevor Maud about how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you are a person, whether you're a man or woman, and you're constantly saying, I do not like the way I look or the mm-hmm. way I feel, or it's a negative connotation to your, that's never going to reflect well, mm-hmm. uh, internally because yes. it's, it's your, it, your conscious is going to be saying negative thoughts, negative thoughts, negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so for you to turn that corner is going to be challenging. Yeah. So we should all definitely embrace it and say, we're here, we're working out four Mm -hmm. five, six days a week. Mm -hmm. We are moving in the right direction. We are, you know, doing the right things. Yeah. Proud of how I feel. I'm proud of what I've accomplished or I am capable of. And and I really try because it is so easy as a woman. I don't know if you feel this way as a man, but when you go through the body changes that I have because of babies, um, for a few years being a really competitive CrossFit athlete. So then like it's a pretty big spectrum of how my body has looked and it's really easy to, to get into that negative loop. But I try and when I'm doing it, think of how would I, talk to my kids and how do I talk to my kids about their physical activity and how am I going to talk to them about their bodies as they get older because they're they're elementary school age right now right so they're not they don't think about anything like that they just want to know if their pants fit right and Mm -hmm. like am I supposed to wear shorts or t-shirt today mom but it's coming it's coming they're going to be in middle school and they're going to start to think about that stuff. So how will I talk to them about it? And I need to be more kind to myself and, and the community members here can start to do that as well. Be more kind to themselves in the way that they talk to themselves. And then they're going to talk to the, the other members that way too, right? Yeah. Lift, lift it up, lift them up. Yeah. I had a similar conversation with my son the other day based on more sports. Um, you know, but it's again, a negative self-talk of I'm not as good as them. And, Mm. and I don't have, you know, it's not as easy for me and it's, it's mm-hmm. all about, um, you know, really the growth mindset aspect of it and knowing that, well, you might not be today, but mm-hmm. we're playing the long game. We're not playing, you know, six months of basketball, you know, that we're playing mm-hmm. 60 years of basketball mm-hmm. and your goal over that period of time is to get better. Do you have, um, any living grandparents? Uh, yes. Do they do any form of exercise? Nope. How do you feel about that? Um, like concerned or, I mean, because, um, and here's why I ask, I, when I first started personal training, I had, uh, a younger crowd that I worked with because of where I lived in Chicago. And then when I was in Naples doing the same thing, I had a much older crowd that I worked with. And obviously the, the, the needs of, of that elderly crowd for muscle, they need muscle and they need balance and they need confidence. And, um, I think about that with, with, my mom and my dad and I still have living grandparents too. And no, um, some of them do like group classes, but it's not, it's not lifting weights definitely at all. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would, um, like for them to be, I would say just more active. Mm-hmm. It would be in, in order to be active. Um, you know, it would have, it would help to have some baseline of fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I care to see my mom or my dad or my grandma, 
um, you know, doing power cleans or whatever, <laughs> but I would like for them to be more fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way they can yeah. just move around. Like, I mean, you just, if you got in public and you just see people shopping, mm-hmm. there's people that look normal mm-hmm. and then there's people that are struggling mm-hmm. to walk. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, I, I do not want to look like that. Yeah. Whatever that might be. But, yeah. um, just when when it's difficult for people to move, it's mm-hmm. difficult for people to eat. It's difficult for people to just do their basic functions. Like that's um, it's a concern. It's a really big concern. That's challenging. Yeah, so. and building muscle helps with all of that. Helps yeah. with your daily life activities. So, yep. yeah, I think I think us putting some positive light on building muscle in any way that you want to do it. Obviously, we're promoting CrossFit because it's the methodology that, that we love to train, but it certainly will make you stronger, but faster, more flexible, more cardiovascularly fit as well. Yep. Um, so kind of going back to the, the bulky conversation, mm-hmm. um, do you think that that is a function of body fat percentage? And so if you take me... Mm-hmm. And if I'm 20% body fat and then I go to 10% body fat, do I, will, will I appear to be a lot more muscular, muscular? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think of that a lot just with, you know, like the athletes and whether sure. you want to do CrossFit or chiefs or whatever, like Tyreek mm. Hill looks like a freaking, yeah. he weighs 180 pounds and he looks like, yeah. you know, this unbelievable, like a statue yeah. carved out of, yeah. yeah. But I would say, you know, then from listening to Ben Bergeron a little bit, I would say that that's a function of body fat percentage. And yes. so if, you know, if Brooke Wells is 12% body fat mm-hmm. and the normal woman is, you know, 20 or 25%, yeah. you know, you're not going to look bulky because it's all muscle. Maybe it's just a body fat percentage type thing. Yes. So I think it's important, and this kind of takes a, a step back uh, to note, and this will just be another brief educational piece, that, that muscle tissue and fat tissue are two different things. And I think sometimes, and, and definitely, I don't think I've heard this in the CrossFit world. I've probably heard this when I was personal training, that I, I want to turn my fat into muscle. I'm going to turn my fat into muscle. And there you can, it's like, it's two different things, right? And, and like you were talking about the, the composition matters more fat tissue typically gives a person a softer, rounder appearance, right? Less body fat, AKA more muscle tissue will give you kind of a harder, maybe bulky or long lean appearance. Um, muscle tissue is more dense and, and leaner than fat tissue and, and the shape of it is different than the fat tissue. So when you're getting on a scale, um, and you've got two people that are 150 pounds each, right? Um, and one of them has 30% body fat, which is borderline obese. And one of them has, like you were describing, 14 or 12% body fat, they're going to look very different, right? And their bodies are probably going to function a lot different as well. But yeah, they're going to look very different. Um, Even though they're both 150 pound in weight. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll have a different size clothes as well, right? So when you have, when you have more muscle, um, this leaner, denser tissue than the fat tissue, that means that the size of the clothes is going to what? Go up or down? It's going to go down because the fat tissue takes up more space. Okay. So it takes up more space, but it weighs less. It does. Than yeah. Muscle. Yeah. And it's not as active. It's not as active of a tissue either. 
which is not a good thing. You want to have a le- less fat and, and you want to have more muscle and have more active uh, tissue for sure. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think, yeah, it does. Um, just again, kind of on the, on the bulky thing, I think it's just by knowing if you are really lean looking, then you are going to look, um, yeah, you're going to look a little bit more bulky or look a little bit more fit. That's why I was kind of thinking of it. So before, when we kind of started this podcast, it was around the like, well, I'm going to lift a bunch of weights and I'm going to look bulky. Well, if you lifted a bunch of weights and, and you lost a lot of body fat, mm-hmm. then you might not look bulky, but you're going to look leaner. Definitely. I think that's maybe kind of helps uh, paint the picture a little bit more for women that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But you can still be muscular and, and lean. Mm-hmm. We you know, Going back to those body types that we talked about, Again, and thinking about our community members and people, like you said, I'm just out and about walking. You can think of somebody that is lean and muscular and they don't look bulky. And you can also think of somebody in your life or in this community that is softer, rounder, doesn't look as fit, but they're very strong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would, and that's good because it could be, you know, maybe I want to be stronger, Mm -hmm. so you might have to you know, look a little bit more rounder or, mm-hmm. you know, squishy. Um, but if your strength, if you get the strength component, if that's what you're after, if you want to, you know, push your 250 pounds, maybe that's what you, you need is that, um, you know, that's where it's a little challenging for me is I, I can't bulk up mm-hmm. and put on all this muscle. It's challenging for me to put on a lot of muscle weight. Whereas Steven yeah. <laughs> will kind of joke about how he would like to lose a little bit of weight or he mm-hmm. would always feels like he's wearing a, a weighted vest um, <laughs> because of that. But he looks obviously more fit uh, than I do because of, but there's two different body types. Perhaps, but I wouldn't consi- consider him a mesomorph. I, I think he's more of the endo the endomorph, the, the softer rounder and, and not necessarily the hard muscle look, right? Like the bodybuilder look that's not him right you know you know uh talking about bodybuilding real quick that used to be a thing and it maybe still is i've been out of that world for so long the the fitness you know like figure competitive look it used to be that if you wanted to put on strength you would eat and Mm -hmm. train continue your your training regimen but you would eat to put on the size and then you would cut weight AKA cut fat, and then you would be stronger and look stronger. And you would go through that cycle as many times as you needed to, to, you know, achieve your goal. But that was the thing. Yeah. Put on mass, eat the calories, train, then cut the calories or cut the fat. Right. So that's definitely not what we're talking about in the CrossFit world for sure. We want to bring, we know we want to bring it all up together. We want to bring up all of that stuff at the same time, get stronger, get faster, get more flexible and also get healthier with your, your food and your beverage intake. <laughs> beverage intake. Yeah. That's, that's Is that my, funny after that's a Friday my, night. That's my, that's my problem. <laughs> that's why I am uh, squishy is because I have a m- beverage intake problem. <laughs> so. That's the, that's the PC way to say <laughs> you're drinking too much soda or something else. I don't know. <laughs> um, so as far as looking at it uh, from a woman's perspective, and if you want to paint the picture a little bit more, so I'm, 
you know, my wife, we talked about this a little bit. Um, I have a daughter. Mm. Um, so I feel those conversations might be coming a little bit. Sure. Um, where you just watched, uh, the queen or oh. I'm sorry, the crown okay. on Netflix. And there's kind of a little bit of hubbub because it talks about princess Diana, you know, binging and purging on it. And so sure. that was just in that season four there. So what is your, do you have like a message or a thought around, you know, how women, you know, should view that or how women should be more comfortable in their skin based on fitness? <laughs> That's a really tough question. Because I would think it, if I was talking to my daughter, I think it would just be however you want to feel. As long as you feel well and you're able to do the tasks that you want, it's not about how you look. It's more like how you're going to feel. And so if you're, if you're going to be Simone Biles mm. and you're going to be a gymnast, you're going to mm-hmm. look a little different, right? So we yeah. talked about bulky in CrossFit. Yeah. Well, gymnastics has its own other world oh, um, yes. as far as the look. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to do that and mm-hmm. it's going to be for four or five or six years or for 15 years, mm-hmm. then that is a path. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, think of like a, a professional um, ballerina. Yeah. And what they have to look like and, and be capable of doing. And that is all about, or a wrestler, right? Those are really hard conversations with, with kids, I think, because they are so, uh, I don't want to say vain. They don't really know that they're vain, but they're, it's all about them, right? They're so about themselves and, and, and what they look like and what, what they're wearing. And, that's going to have to be some really strong messaging coming from you and your wife and, and ideally other um, adults and maybe peers in their world that is, um, like you said, but maybe rephrasing it in a way that means more for them. Like, I love you and I care about what you're capable of doing and I, I, it's okay however you look. But they're not going to think that. It's not okay however they look. They want to look a certain way. And you, it, it will be your job and to stay on that and have those really hard conversations about why they're feeling that way or what they're, I guess, what they're feeling. Sometimes you're, you're not even going to be able to pull it out of them, what they are feeling. Have, has your daughter said anything to you yet? Like anything body nope. type, body style, body feeling wise? Does she talk to your wife about it? Uh, she might. I don't, we have not had that conversation, so... I think, but I think it's whether you're a a 10 year old girl or you're a 40 year old woman, it's kind of the similar conversation. So you, you've made a point about, I might not look like that, but this is how I want to look. Well, how do we, you know, coach somebody on talking to themselves or thinking to themselves because you're going to perceive your, your body differently than it real, uh, Mm. really is. So if you're looking in a mirror, Mm -hmm. the way you see yourself is not how your spouse sees you. Sure. And that's because you're, you're mentally, you're, mm-hmm. you're playing tricks on yourself. So, totally. But that's where you need to become comfortable in your own skin. And you need to have some positive messaging around that. You know, it's so built into our daily life. I guess I haven't, I, I don't think that I've consciously thought about it. I think it's, it's just a part of my, my daily life and it has been for years. So the messaging around being a strong woman, uh, the kids just know that and they see it. I don't know that we have dedicated conversations about it, but I do know that it is a part of our daily life and routine 
therefore probably is a part of our daily conversations that I just don't think about. You know, we, uh, we're, we're in distance learning right now, as are you. And before they get to sit down and, and start their schoolwork, we do a stretch and an exercise routine. And we also make them play outside every day, no matter what, unless the weather is not safe for them to play outside. Um, we're, we have them in activities always, uh, not that they have to be going forward if they want to do, um, you know, music or, or acting or any of that. We're, we're for all of it. But from the age that they could, we've put them in activities, not only individual, but team activities so that they they have that as a part of their lifestyle like Stephen and I do. And hopefully it will then be um like positive images, positive conversations around physical activity and what what do you like and what can you do and not so much about how you look. Although, like I said earlier, the more of those conversations will probably be coming the older they get once it's on their radar. It's not on their radar right now. So I guess my advice to you might be make it a more make it more of um not necessarily your daily routine to have conversations with them, but maybe more dedicated conversations around exercise and, and food, whether that's at mealtime or when you're throwing ball or I don't know. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, don't keep it hidden from them. Do they know what you do when you're in here when you're doing CrossFit or what your wife does when she goes to Pure Bar? Because the kids know what Steve and I do for our physical activity. We do it with them. We do it. We've done it in front of them for years. They're, they're just so... A part of it. So, do your kids know? Like, yeah, I mean, they don't. It, it's definitely not in our family uh, fabric the way it is in your guys's. Um, but they know it's a it's a big part of our life. You know, we work mm-hmm. out almost every day, so they they see that and they know yeah. that we're we're going there. They know fitness mm-hmm. is a big part of our routine. Yeah. Um, so don't, it, ha- it hasn't quite percolated down to <laughs> to them. You know, they're both very active as far as sports and, mm-hmm. but it's really the nutritional aspect of it is is uh, probably the, where we're failing as parents because kids eat crap or our kids eat crap um, and they could do better eating real foods and mm-hmm. participating in our nutritional challenge. <laughs> yeah, or do they cook with you or not ever? No. No? Yeah, see, we do that sometimes too. Not that that's the cure-all. I, I just think, like you said, I guess it's woven so much more into our, our family thread and that might be the key for you is to weave it in more. And, and for our other members, right? To, to weave it into more of the daily life or, or make it a fun weekly thing or, or a once a month thing. I mean, a year ago at this time, I think we had a dessert challenge in the family and we split the family up into two groups and we had judges and that wasn't like we're making healthy meals together. We were making desserts, but it was still a positive messaging around food that we're doing it together and it's fun. So I don't know, try and weave it in more. And I think they will be more apt to talk to you about those harder conversations down the road if they know that they can, because you have brought it to their table, their, you know, quote unquote table for, yeah. for years. Yeah. So that we can kind of wrap it up. But as far as you mentioned, as far as a strong woman and your the way that you're shaping it. So do you feel like I want, to, I want you to respond, but mm-hmm. are you on a path and you feel like you know where you're wanting to go from a fitness and nutrition and life, so therefore you you feel good about yourself and you feel the way, you know, internally how it is because you're all on this path and you you have a focus to where you're trying to go? So is that how you talk to yourself internally? Uh, yes. 
but not in specifics like like you're asking. Um, right now, this this time period in my life, the priority hasn't been on my fitness uh, growth. It's more about a maintenance right now, and it's almost more for my mental health and my physical health. I I just haven't been able to. Um, no, that's not the way that I want to phrase it. I have been able to. I'm always able to. We make these choices about, you know, what is the priority. I haven't made it a priority on purpose. I've made other things a a priority on purpose for the last year and a half because I went through a challenging pregnancy and post-pregnancy. And then with Nolan, the baby in, in the NICU, and then COVID hitting, I've just chosen to make other things a priority. Um, Those I, are choices. They they are. They're always choices. And and sometimes I beat myself up about it, but more often I remind myself that I'm choosing to do it because I, the other things are the priority right now. And it's just a phase. Like I've I've done CrossFit and I've done fitness my entire life. I started at the age of three and I was always doing whatever sport or activity I was in. I was always competitive in it since the age of three. So this is a way long game for me. And this last more than a decade now has been the CrossFit way, which I think will continue to be my way until the end. Right. But I know that this is just one of those valleys right now for me where the fitness is a maintenance phase the nutrition is a maintenance phase and it's not um a focus for me to like move the needle way forward with my strength and gymnastics right now and yes I do have to keep reminding myself that that's okay because I have a competitive mindset so I think that answers that yeah, question, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty it's, personal, but that's where I'm at with it right now. And I think everyone that is going through this journey, like you said, for the long haul and that have done it for two, three, four years, like yourself, is there a constant upward trajectory? Not for me, it hasn't been. I've gone through multiple pregnancies and, again, times where I'm training competitive, competitively and, and not. So I'm okay with that. If I look back in 30 years and go, man, what a cool ride that was with CrossFit. I'm just in a in a valley right now where it's a maintenance phase. Yeah, and I, I like the way you said it about kind of choosing. And I think, again, a lot of people think of it as a, a steady incline. So you're always making progress every day. But if you're a woman and you choose to start a family, then your body type is going to change, mm-hmm. obviously, during you know yeah. pregnancy and post-pregnancy. But that is a choice. You've put a choice to have a child above mm-hmm. your look. So mm-hmm. you can't be pregnant and then sit there judging other people yeah. or critiquing yourself against how other people look because you've made a conscious choice. Sure. And then another example would be is if you're injured, mm. then yeah. Yeah. you are obviously <laughs> not going to be... Uh, at your peak physical, you know, appearance and mm-hmm. also performance because you were injured. Yeah. So you're in another valley of life. And so there's ups and downs and, yeah. and you might be in a valley right now, but you can get out of it and start a new peak, but you might make conscious decisions along the way mm-hmm. if you're starting a family or, mm-hmm. you know, you're in the middle of having really active periods with your kids, you know, you're yeah. running around everywhere, but then maybe you're getting to a point where you're an empty nester and you can get more time of that back. 
to do and reshape how you want to do it. If you want to, yeah, absolutely. But I, you know, I do know competitive athletes that have 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 trained very vigorously through their their pregnancies with the intent to then be competitive pretty pretty close after the pregnancy. That that wasn't me, and that's okay. That's that's them, right? Like we discussed, and for for each person, they need that's that's their their path. So I don't know. I I, I think that my situation is more probably closely mirrors what most male and female athletes go through if they're long-term athletes, where they go through periods where they're more in a maintenance phase than they are the, the, the growth phase. And I think that's okay as long as we can support each other in that time, because certainly for competitive athletes, it's hard to be in that downtime or that maintenance phase and not be crushing the muscle ups or what, whatever it is, whatever that mm-hmm. means to you, you know? Um, so again, keeping the exercise going for the mental health aspect of it, which we know is really important, really, really important. Yeah. So, uh, I like that you said that, um, is it just to keep you busy or is it just to exercise that muscle? And I mean, yes, I never really quite think of fitness as really a, a mental aspect of it. I, I know I need to do it from a routine and I like doing it. So I guess that's all your mental feelings there, but it's, it's funny that you mentioned the mental side of it. That's really what the benefit that you're getting out of it. So just to stay sane and release some energy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, when people say like, I gotta, I gotta go to church and get me some Jesus, right? <laughs> like I need to pray or like I need to work out. I need to work out. I need to sweat and feel accomplished in that workout. And when you have five kids and you know, this year has been so challenging with the distance learning sometimes and, and, and not. And, uh, when the kids have activities, it is so difficult to find time to make time, even if it's 20 minutes, right. That I can work out and it's not that quote unquote great of a workout. The other night I did 100 weighted lunges, 100 pushups and 100 sit-ups. I had no warm up or cool down and I did it in my hallway while Nolan took a nap. And that is the only time that I had that day. And that is what I did. And that is not cool or sexy or whatever, but it made me feel better. Yeah, it's dedication right there. I would have just <laughs> sat down on the couch probably for 15 minutes instead of doing that. Maybe. I mean, yesterday, uh, we, we didn't sleep well. Nolan didn't sleep well. And we, we woke up and we came in at 7.30 and brought him. And I don't know if it was my my strongest workout day, but I know, I know how much better I'm going to feel after I do it. And I know that our community members feel the same way. And that's sometimes the biggest hurdle is to just come in here. And that's why creating a community that's centered around how do you feel? What are you capable of? Empathy, kindness, and having fun together, like call up your girlfriend or text your your guy friends and get in here. You're going to feel so much better. If you just show up, and I know that you and Nick have talked about that in other podcasts, yeah. and just show up, and it's okay if you get bulky, because <laughs> you're gonna feel good. Yeah, that's <laughs> you'll, exactly. feel, you'll feel better. <laughs> well, that is well said, and so we'll we'll end it there. 